what have you done lately to really push your comfort zones? I'm talking about getting really uncomfortable here because sometimes that's just what you have to do when you go after your dreams. To say I've been pushing my comfort zones lately feels like a bit of an understatement. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. You'll hear a conversation between me and my good friend Charlie about the first part of our epic camping adventure. We will tell you all about the awesome, terrifying, fun, and creepy things that happened in the beginning of our trip. You're listening to The Positively Delighted Show, episode number 16. Welcome to The Positively Delighted Show. I'm your host, Kelsey Henry, and in this podcast, we'll be creating a positive mindset through inspirational interviews, music, stories, and exercises for building happy habits. Welcome to the Positively Delighted Show, everyone. I am coming to you today from Texas. I just got home from Charlie and Kelsey's epic camping adventure, and I'm going to miss Charlie and Ranger so much. We had so much fun in the month or so that we were traveling. I can't believe it's already over. It went by so fast. And this episode, I'm going to be talking about the first part of our trip. And then we're going to do another episode soon talking about the end of our trip and our overall learnings, and I'll be sharing with you all of that. Plus, I'm about to head out on another three three weeks or so of car camping adventures with my parents, caravanning up to Indiana to visit family and also to Nashville to go to the Business Boutique Conference, and it's going to be a blast. So in this episode, you might hear a little bit of noise because Ranger is jumping around on the bed attempting to lick the microphone, breathing into it. I tried to get out as much as possible, but, you know, what what can you do? So it's a pretty entertaining conversation. We talk about the shenanigans that we got into, and you'll hear about all the national parks we went to, going sand sledding under the stars, and got to go to a Denver special experience at a magical place called the Casa Bonita. And we're just going to talk about all the different things that happened on our trip, and it's pretty entertaining. And we even had a bit of a adventure during the episode. You will hear Ranger towards the end of the episode run out of the trailer and run back in with a present. You'll hear Charlie screaming. It's pretty entertaining. I left most of it in. And (laughs) soon Charlie and I will be recording the episode about the end of our trip. So you'll hear the whole portion of us driving from Texas up to Colorado and then down to New Mexico. You'll hear the first portion of that. And... I hope you are entertained and learn a lot from our adventures. (laughs) So let's get into the interview with me and Charlie talking about pushing comfort zones. Okay, so we are about halfway into Charlie and Kelsey's epic camping adventure. And we're going to do a little bit of recap Mm -hmm. over the past, like, two weeks or so. So we started out in Texas. Yep. And then where did we go next, Charlie? So we took, what did we take, two days to drive to Denver? Yeah, we did over the weekend because it was good for work. (laughs) We thought it would be good for work. Yes. We started out good. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Pouring rain when we left. Yes. Absolute weather catastrophe. So you drove from Denton. You caught up to me. I left from Henrietta. Which kind of made me a little bit nervous because it was pouring rain. And also I was like, I need to catch up. I need to catch up. I need yeah. to catch up. Because I'd never really driven anything like that by myself. Yeah. I had a taillight out. 
So that was fun. That was great for the rain. <laughs> but it rained like four hours on my drive. You were a little behind me, so I think you yeah. got a little less of it. But it was like four yeah. hours of Amarillo straight up rain. I wasn't quite ready yet. Yeah. So I was. <laughs> I was afraid I was gonna make you like make us really really late, and then you suggested that and. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's probably good, because yeah. I had a little bit more decorating to do in my car and packing. <laughs> Finishing touches. Yeah, because I had my mom, like, decorating everything, and then I had my dad, like, filling my car with, like, maintenance, stuff. maintenance things, yeah. like, like or, or, like, like survival things. Like, yeah. I had, like, a Wi-Fi booster thing mm-hmm. he made, and all these things are things that he, like, made for me. That's awesome. I was, and like, your I was mom gonna, made a lot of stuff, too. They made so much stuff, because I'm like, oh, I was going to buy this, this, or this, and they're like, we can make that. <laughs> Like, okay, <laughs> if you want to head up that project, that's great. Yeah, yeah. But you got it all done. We did. And yeah, and then we made it to Denver on yeah. Monday. Yeah. yeah, like a Monday. Mm-hmm. It's Monday. And then... We're on Sunday night, I think. Oh, yeah, Sunday night. Was it? But we made it, like, right before dark, I feel. Yeah. I think it was Sunday night. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then we were in Denver for about two weeks. And so that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. We're going to talk about how we were pushing our comfort zones. So, all right, what what do we want to start out with? I think we have a couple different topics here we'd like to cover and then stories to go with each one. We had many uh, highlights and misadventures in these two weeks. I would say, Kelsey, what do you think has pushed your comfort zones the most so far on this trip? Oh, push. Well, I think sleeping in my car is actually a pretty big comfort zone. I'm, I was, I'm a pretty paranoid person. <laughs> no. Like, what, you, did you not notice this about me? <laughs> I mean, you should have seen me like before. I mean, now I feel like I'm pretty good. You're getting adjusted. Yeah. Well, I'm curious about your perspective. Like, what have you <laughs> noticed about me that you're like, is there anything that you've been like surprised about? No, I wouldn't say surprise. I just more feel bad that I, that like you're thinking about safety concerns and I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's that I just don't get paranoid about those things or if I just have gone through that and I'm over it. But you're also in a car and I'm mm-hmm. in a trailer. It's a different environment, you know. Yeah. And well, you also didn't witness the creeper in our campsite the other night, which we'll creeper. get to eventually. You are blissfully ignorant about this inside your trailer while I witness the entire thing. Just terrifying. From under the covers. Literally, <laughs> yeah, hiding under the windows. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get to that later. So, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I'd say that just sleeping in my car, yeah. I never thought I would be the person that would be, like, sleeping in their car. I feel pretty, like, epic. Like, I went to a conference, and I was the person there. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, like, you're sleeping in your car. And I'm like, yeah, I'm that person. I am. And I was really proud of that. Yeah. Which, I mean, not everyone would be, but I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big step. Yeah, exactly. It is. So what would you say has pushed your comfort zones the most on this trip? I know we've talked a lot about, like, work and productivity has been a bit of a challenge for us. Yeah, it has. There's definitely been an adjustment period for, I mean, I was telling you this the other day. I was in a really good routine in Henrietta when I was stationary. But that was just all thrown to the wind once we hit the road because your routine's totally off. You don't know where you're going to be or what you're going to be doing. And trying to manage that with schedules of other people, trying to see friends, it was just that first week in Denver was a blur. And even the second week, (laughs) even the second week was a blur trying to manage people. But yeah, I think uh, it's just... 
it's just hard to make yourself sit down and find time, like a chunk of time. Mm-hmm. It's more difficult. But I think, like, I did it today. Yeah, you did. We're, you were, we're just working we're right now. Yeah, we. I think we've been adjusting because we've been talking about it, too, and, like, recognizing what's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Which I think is important. We're, we're like, talking about it and identifying it. And I like mm-hmm. how yesterday we had this really cool walkie-talkie conversation. Yeah. And we were talking about what we were going to talk about. And we were thinking about, like, what have we done so far? And, like, how could we do it better? How could we try mm-hmm. it differently? And how could we, like, work in our optimal environments? Yeah. Because I think environment has been something that I've really struggled with. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, lately, I have on our, our notes, like, laziness and productivity. Because I've, I mean, when I'm not doing stuff, I feel really lazy. Yeah. And we've had kind of a, a, a mixed up, not a mixed up schedule, but mm-hmm. it's been hard to accomplish things that used to be really easy to do. Yeah. Because the environment it kind of does have to be right to yeah. do certain things. And it's not that we haven't been doing things. Yeah. We've been, been doing, doing things tons constantly. Of things. Tons of things. But, but for me, things. and I think you too, when I'm not getting the work done that yeah. I want to get done, I feel lazy and I feel yeah. guilty. Mm-hmm. But I've been getting a lot of other things done. Yeah. But those are not necessarily the first priority or need to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, there needs just needs to be a balance. Yeah. Well, also, with our daily routines, there's a lot of things that we're kind of having to relearn, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. I, it's actually a lot of effort for me to go seek out a shower, go seek out a bathroom, go seek out a drink, you know, or something like something that used to be so simple. It's not like I can just walk to the, to the the kitchen and get some water. Yeah. You know, so something super simple for me that I've done, like when I'm in Henrietta, I leave all my windows open, all, like window shades just yeah. open all the time because no one's around. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in a campground, I close them. Yeah. So then it's harder to wake up because it's yeah. darker in here. I'm used yeah. to like all the natural light being in here right from the get go. Yeah. And it's not when yeah. we're traveling. So yeah. even that tiny change can throw my whole day mm-hmm. off. And it, it, it's a change to your routine too. Cause like mm-hmm. every morning and night you have to put them down, put yes. them back up and yes. you have to go to all the windows. Yep. I mean, I have to do that every day with my shades. Yeah, you're doing that I can't a lot. drive with them down. Right. I have to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's great that I have, like, window shades for all the windows. Like, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel so much more comfortable. But I have a sunroof, so I leave that open and the light comes in and wakes me mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So, that that helped a lot. Yeah. Um, I would say our sleep schedules have suffered a bit since we left. Yeah. It's, well, you I, were saying, too, your, your comfort level as far as you sleeping in the car... Weather's a huge factor. It does. It does. More so for you. Well, it's been in the trailer too, though. Like the other day you were colder in here than you were yeah. in your car. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. It goes both ways. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go work in Charlie's trailer. Uh, it's really cold in there. I'm going to go back to my car. <laughs> my car is actually quite toasty. I was not yeah. expecting that. It's very cozy. Yeah. I, it's very cozy, especially because I got this new blanket. Yeah, you're and, obsessed with that blanket. Yeah, I'm obsessed <laughs> with that blanket. I see why people are obsessed with blankets now. Oh my gosh. It'll be like an adult version of Linus, just like carrying my blanket around yeah. everywhere. But I think you got a good deal. It was worth the value yeah. that you paid for. That twenty right. bucks was yeah, best twenty, 20 bucks I ever spent. There you go. It's pink and it's fuzzy and I love it. Yeah. yeah. How are you? What do you do to adjust to the weather in your car? Uh, well, I think the I never thought that I would enjoy colder weather mm. because I like we were just talking about a few minutes ago. I can bundle up, but I can't right. like bundle down. Yeah. I mean, there's a part of me that's like. You know, if I get really hot, I don't want to, like, take off layers and then, like, get surprised in my car for some reason and have to leave and be like, I have to put pants on. You know, like, I just, there's there's a part of me that's just not okay with that. I want to keep the pants on. I want to keep the pants on. <laughs> I want to keep the pants on. So what have you been doing? Have you been layering yeah. when you sleep to keep well, warm? Do you I've wear gloves been... or a hat when no, you sleep? No, I don't actually. I've been actually really warm. Yeah. Because I have the, the sleeping bag and it's got a sheet inside of it and then I have, like, the blanket on top. 
And I mean, if I wear, it's like, sometimes I have to take my wool socks off. Yeah, take because, your socks off if you get Like, that. I get really hot. Um, but other than that, like, if I got really cold, I would sleep in maybe my, my smart wool mm-hmm. jacket. Um, and then maybe like, I just maybe have like a sweatshirt on yeah. if I need to, or like the fleece line leggings have been really great. Yeah. Yeah. I had I, my favorite pair of leggings snapped halfway through the <laughs> beginning of our trip. So it was very sad. <laughs> I kept them though, hoping my mom can fix them because she can fix anything. So yeah. we'll see, but I got another pair of leggings just in case. Leggings are pretty crucial. They really are. I mean, it's it's just something so nice about being able to just, like, literally get out of bed and just start driving the next day and not mm-hmm. having to change your pants. Yeah. It's very rewarding. I try to keep my pant changing to as few <laughs> times as possible. <laughs> Especially on drive days, you yeah. know? Like, I've had, like, this really weird relationship with all my jeans <laughs> where, like, they'll fit the first day and then, like, a day later I'm like, I look like I've lost 20 pounds. <laughs> like, why don't these fit anymore? Yeah. 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 Speaking of drive days, though, yes, we've had some really, really epic drive days. We really have. Length and, but mostly to me, scenery. Like, it's yeah. been mind-blowing. Yeah. I would say, I don't know, what was your favorite drive day? I mean, one of our last drive days was, like, really, really, really I great. I think my favorite so far has been going west from, where were we at your friend's place? Um, Franktown. Franktown. Outside of West Denver, to Black Canyon, the Montrose Gunnison? area. Yeah, that was, I think it was Highway was 50. Too. I don't know. I don't know, but it was. I, I we just went where through, Google told me to. Through the Gunnison National Forest. Through, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like Curaconti or something. That like reservoir area was so cool. The fall colors. Oh, the fall colors are yes. crazy. So pretty. Yellows, reds, greens. It's great. Yeah. I just realized like two days ago that I've never been to Colorado in the fall until now. Yeah. I've been on summer trips. I've been in the spring, mm-hmm. been in the winter, actually. I've been beautiful. in Denver in the winter when it's freezing, but I've never been in the fall. Yeah. The drives are really pretty. And then we also had snow. We did. Which was, that was a first for me. Yeah. We had two days of snow. Have you driven in snow in the trailer before? No. Yeah. And you drove, we went to Rocky Mountain. Yeah. You so drove we took in, like, a, sleet. Yeah, we took a day trip just to car. Rocky Mountain, which I'm so glad we didn't have the trailer yeah like one that was a full remember. day that was a lot you want to explain the different driving segments of that day first we had to drive from south denver uh, south of denver to rocky mountain which was through denver ranger are you joining our conversation <laughs> what do you think about it oh, oh bless you you just used all over me <laughs> <laughs> what has always happened to me all right, so the driving segments. Driving from south of Denver to Rocky Mountain through at least five different climates yeah. within Rocky Mountain. Yeah. Changing elevations. We had rain. Yeah. We had sleet. Mm-hmm. We had snow flurries. We had, like, ridiculous wind. Wind. The yes. wind was... I was, like, literally trying to, like, move forward, and I just yes. couldn't. It, the wind up there was crazy. But, yeah, that was really... I had not... Well, especially with the trailer. We didn't have the trailer that day. But then, what was that, two days ago when we were driving to New Mexico? Yeah. We went through snow up in the higher elevations. Yeah. Which, I mean, we had to adjust our plans. We yeah. were going to stay in Denver through another weekend, but we heard there was snow coming to the Rockies, so we had to we get out. I want to do that. We had to, I think we did it perfectly, though. We I got out just too. in time. We caught a little bit of the weather, but it had not accumulated. Roads were fine. Yeah. Just got a taste of it. Yeah. So it worked out well. 
But on that day that we went to Rocky Mountain, wasn't it like two hours to get up to Rocky Mountain? And then like two plus hours through it because we stopped yep. for, to eat our PBBHJ yeah. sandwiches. We, we had a good our, picnic. We had a good We've picnic. had some good picnics. And then we drove like what, like another two hours to the hike. Yes. We were going to go to St. Mary's Glacier. And then it was like another like hour and a half. Then we, no, another, yeah, hour and a half to Louisville. To dinner. have dinner with my friends and then another hour home. That was, that was a very full day. It was a very full day. And also you, I don't know if you intentionally tried to take me night hiking, <laughs> but that definitely pushed some comfort zones. Definitely not intentional, but it feels like mostly everything takes a little bit longer than we plan for. Yeah. <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Because we're like, okay, we'll leave by eight. And then we leave by like yeah. 8 or 9. And then I it would... just gets a little more behind, a little more behind. So by the end of the day, because that was a full day. Usually it doesn't that matter. Really but that day was so stacked. <laughs> yeah. That, that hike. By the yeah. time we got to the hike, mm-hmm. it was it was getting a little yeah. dark. I, I had to make some very serious decisions then because we got, we pull up to this hike and Charlie's like, if you feel uncomfortable, you can stay in the car. I'm like, I don't want to stay in the car by myself. There's no one else here. I'm going to go on this hike with you. I mean, if, a, if I get attacked by a bear, at least I won't be alone. You know, or like something after the whole creeper thing happened. Yeah. We had to cut the hike short, but it was, yeah. it was getting dark. It was getting scared. Well, when you roll up and you're like one of two cars in the parking lot, it's kind of a sign. Because that's yeah. a heavily trafficked trail. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly. Really, but the it, whiteboard said so. Yeah. yeah, there was a dry erase board with instructions on it. Yeah. Which helped us. It yeah. got us there. Yeah, we did make it to a, a point on the trail that yeah. was part of the trail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then on the way down, I'm just like, uh, but the, the whole way up, I was like, don't whine, don't whine, don't whine. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Trying to remind myself. Yeah. I'm like, I can express concern, but also mildly enjoy myself. There you go. You did it. And yeah. that's what you did. You did yeah. A good job. I, think, I think it's a good progress from my yes. previous hiking experience yes. where I've just been like, how much longer is it going to go for? It's not just go forever. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I, that was a good day. Yeah, that was really good. That day. was a comfort zone that was pushed for you for sure. Definitely. <laughs> look at you. you good. Came out on the other side, and now you're going to be a night hiking pro. Uh, <laughs> baby steps. There you go. Baby steps. Well, now right. we have cool gadgets. We do. So yeah. we, I guess we, we could we could talk about about why we have cool mm. safety gadgets now. Mm-hmm. You want to. I mean, that's all you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, all right, we're going to get into the creeper in the campground story. So, all right. So, what's our first week in Denver? I had just come home from, like, driving into downtown Denver for the Location Indie Conference that I went to, which was awesome. And I just come back from the opening night party, and I'm, like, feeling real confident. I'm like, I just drove into downtown Denver, and I'm pretty much a boss and sleeping in my car, living uh, yeah, in my car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Driving into downtown, sleeping in my car. I'm basically a badass. <laughs> and so I come back and I pull into the site and I'm like, I don't need to put my shades in. It's going to save me so much time. I have to be downtown again early tomorrow morning. What if I just like lay down, went to sleep? No one can see in my car. So your shades, just to be clear, are what blocks the vision or is it light? I mean... Like, what are the purpose of them? To keep people from looking in? Yeah. Well, it also keeps me from being able to look out. So it goes okay. both ways. But okay. no one can... Like, you can't see anything... No, you really can't. ...in there mm-hmm. at all. I could have all my lights on. You still really can't see yeah. it. So it blocks all... It they, There's shades for every window. They're, like, the reflective material on one side, and they're black on the other. So when you gotcha. put them in at night, I put the black sides out, and you cannot see anything. Gotcha. So I was thinking, well, I just won't put them in tonight. Like, I'll be fine. I'll just lay down and sleep. And then I'll just look up at the stars, you know, like, I'll be totally fine. And I'm texting my mom. 
and all of a sudden I see like a light flash on me, like a flashlight, and I'm just like, what is that? I look around, and there's someone, and I'm like, oh, they're just probably walking to the bathroom, or by the bathrooms, it's, I, I wouldn't be surprised. And they keep coming closer and closer and closer, and all of a sudden they turn into our campsite, and I'm like, not cool. No, 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 what is this? It's just like slow motion happening, and it's just, this is just dark hooded figure just gets closer and closer to the car and suddenly he's like standing outside my door and then he's like flashing the light like in the windows and I, I can't tell if he can see me or if he's just like looking around I can't tell what he's doing like my first instinct was I got really angry like I really mm. wanted to just like shout out the door like get the f out of my campsite yeah. wherever you are and then I'm just like well, maybe that's not a good idea I don't know the intentions of this person if it's innocent they could have a heart attack because who expects someone to jump out of a car If it's not innocent, I could get, like, attacked, you know? So I don't really know what's going on. But he is right outside my door. He's looking all under your trailer. He's looking all under my car. He's looking in my windows. I can't tell. I'm like, well, maybe he saw something move and he got freaked out. So he's like, oh, let me inspect what's in this car, which is, like, don't do that, people. There's no reason to look in someone else's car. No. There's no reason to ever be in someone else's campsite. Um, So I just... Henceforth yeah. known as the campsite creeper. Yeah, campsite creeper. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, as, as I found out, there may be situations why someone would be in your campsite, and this was one of them. But I, I just I didn't know what to do. So I, I was like, I don't know. Should I call Charlie? I don't want to light up my phone. So I just kind of, like, ducked down under my, like, on top of my covers. And I'm like, if I see a face pop up in my window, I am going to scream very, very loud. And it didn't. And I kind of, like, looked up, and he started to walk away. And so I grabbed all of my screens, and I shoved them in the windows. And then I peeked out, and I saw he was following, like, a small creature with a flashlight. It was probably a cat. I did see a cat in that campground before that night. So that's why I'm like, okay. He was looking for a cat. Still creepily close to your car. Well, he was, like, looking under my car. I'm assuming the cat was there. But part of me was like, okay, he doesn't look like he's necessarily trying to catch this cat. It kind of looks like he's just following it. So part of me is like, if this is just a campground cat, and he's just following it around being creepy, that's not okay. If this is his cat, and he's trying to catch it, you know, I understand. You scared the crap out of me. It's not okay. But... Mainly, like, you wouldn't expect someone to be sleeping in the car, so he probably wasn't thinking. He would probably freak him out if if he knew you were there. I'm sure it would have. But this was, it was terrifying. I cannot remember a time when I had been so scared. Because, like, you, I mean, that's, like, the worst fear when you're in your car is, like, or, like, anywhere, just, like, to see someone right outside your window. I mean, because in the the trailer, if someone's standing outside the window, they're, like, your height or lower. Mm -hmm. If in the car, they're above me. Yeah. Like, I think it's, like, a power thing, too, so it's pretty terrifying. It's, like, I'm in my car, yeah, but, like, they, I mean, they're still above me. They could, I don't know what they, I think they could do, but they could do things. I don't know. So, I mentioned this story to some family that I was meeting in Denver and my cousin decides that she's like, I can't believe you don't, you guys don't have like, you know, security things with you. Like, what do you have to protect yourself? And I'm like, instincts and (laughs) smart choices. (laughs) I have, I have a very pointy stick in my car and a hammer. (laughs) She's like, I'm, I'm going to take care of this. Uh, Hello, guard dog. Yeah. You have a dog. You have Ranger. (laughs) Ranger is actually really, he did not hear this person, which I was very surprised. Or the cat. Also surprised. Yeah. Very surprising. But anyways, so she got 
some stuff for us from a friend. It's like all this damsel in defense product. And we got tasers, which I've always wanted a taser. I I feel like a Veronica Mars badass now. I haven't played with it yet. I heard you pop it, though. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. It's loud. I tested it. And so it's really scary, but it's blue, and I really like it. So we each got to choose our colors. Charlie got all black. Yeah. She likes black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no shocker there. She doesn't like color. <laughs> Charlie's anti-color. All the darkness. <laughs> and I wanted all blue. Yeah, you wanted all, all the colors. I was like, oh. It'll be bl- easy to keep ourselves separated. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> She's like, you can get blue or pink. I'm like, this is the hardest decision I've ever made. <laughs> um, yeah. So I got, we got tasers. We got striking sticks. We got flashlights that have like panic buttons and and they stick to your car and they can do like a little beacon if your car breaks down and they can break your window like pretty useful tool yeah and then we also got a uh, pepper spray yeah i got some pepper spray gifted to me That's yeah so you have two pepper sprays yeah extra pepper spray so yeah. yeah i mean i feel a lot better now that i have this i basically have like different ways to defend myself mm-hmm. all over the car now yeah so i mean that makes me feel better but I'm just, like, imagining in my head, like, what kind of scenarios would, would go down with this? Like, someone would come up to my window and I'd just be like, buzz, buzz, like, back it <laughs> up. Back up, back up. Back it up. Like, you come in this car, you get tased. But I think it was interesting that that happened one of the first nights. So th- it now you're like, no, I'm putting my shades in every night. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you might have gotten a little... Comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I was getting a little cocky. Sure. Yeah. I was like, I don't need this. Yeah. But yeah, and that's how I feel with my window shades. Feeling like, ah, eh, no one can see me. I could totally see through your windows, though. If you look hard, but who's looking hard? I can definitely see. <laughs> well, you're like close. I'd stress close to you. <laughs> I've okay. been closing. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was a fun experience. So definitely pushing boundaries in that respect was terrifying. So that happened. So now we have we're 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 all set on on that front. We're being I'm. Being a little, trying to find the balance between, like, cautious and also enjoying myself Mm -hmm. and, you know, Mm -hmm. making sure I'm safe Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good, that's been a good pushing boundaries in that respect. Yeah. But I think you're doing a good job of listening to your instincts Mm -hmm. because we don't have the same instincts, Mm -hmm. but that's fine. And that's why I think it's good that we are in separate spaces because if there's somewhere that you are uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. you can go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. It's worked out. That has been good. Okay, so let's get into some highlights of the trip. So I think one of my favorite things that we did was sand sledding that was in Great Sand Dunes. Awesome. That was really fun. It was perfect. We rolled in pretty late, but it worked mm-hmm. out perfectly because we got a special deal from our campsite. They yeah. let us have the sled overnight, and so we got to go at sunset. So I, I thought it was super cool that we got the sun going down mm-hmm. in the sand dunes, and then the stars came out, yeah, everything turned really blue, cool. it yeah. was awesome. But the sleds were really fun. Yeah. Yeah, that lots was really, really cool. <laughs> lots of I know. And lots of yeah. sand in the You face. got a lot of air on that sled. <laughs> yeah. You, like, a lot of distance, yeah. too. Like, you went really yeah. far. And a lot of sand in the face. Yeah, a lot yeah. of sand in the face. Worth it, though. Yeah, it was totally fun. That was Yeah, awesome. it was fun to see Ranger, like, jumping up and down oh, through yeah. the, the sand. Sand Sand Yeah. Yeah, so that one was really fun. And then what else would be highlights? The drives have been really great. We talked about that. The drives, yeah. the drives were really fun. And then I, I've also, one thing I've really enjoyed were our, our cooking experiments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've had some cool stuff that yeah. we've, we've experimented I think with. we've done really well on getting groceries and eating what we have. And eating pretty well. Yeah. I mean. Healthy. Although I did splurge at the gas station yesterday and get a eight-pack of double-stuffed Oreos. You're a bad influence. I bought a bag of Cheetos. 
and maybe a Butterfinger. Also. <laughs> <laughs> that was my worst meal. It was like the gas station. Just, yeah. I, I was sleepy. I had to do something. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, our breakfasts have been bomb. We've also yeah. been gifted a lot of meat. We have been. Thank you, Becca. Yeah. I think it's, is it, do you think people are like, oh, they live in their cars. Like, let's give them things. No, I think they had so much meat oh. that they're like, please. <laughs> like, they had a freezer full of meat. And they're like, no, please take this. Yeah. But, I, I've been very much enjoying it. We've been eating it for a while. We have. We have. I mean, the game changer for me is poaching eggs in the microwave. 100%. <laughs> I did not know this was a thing. Kelsey taught me how to do it. You're welcome. It's super easy. It takes a minute, one minute. And I hate, I hate, I love eggs, mm -hmm. but I hate egg dishes. Yep. They make such a mess. It sucks. I don't like cleaning. I don't like the egg stuff going down my sink. Uh -huh. uh, it's gross. So I usually just don't do it. Yep. But now that I know I can poach an egg with a paper bowl mm -hmm. in the microwave mm -hmm. and then just throw the bowl away. Yep. So good. Yeah. And Thanks. I can get the yolk however runny I want. Mm-hmm. It's a game changer. Yeah. Thanks, Mom, by the way, for teaching me how to do that. <laughs> that, yeah. Because we've been doing that, like, all the time. Yes. We've done, like, Anytime for breakfast. brisket egg sandwiches, avocado egg toast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get that protein. Like, yeah, like, breakfast tacos. Like, all kinds it of stuff. It got a little weird when the eggs froze. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. We had the fridge on propane for the longest I've ever had it on. That was a mishap. Everything froze in the fridge. <laughs> I think it's fine now. Yeah, I mean, it's thawed. It's thawed. It's fine. The spinach was a little, yeah, little questionable. It was a little frosty. <laughs> That's okay. Just pop it in the microwave. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, yeah. What's been your favorite meal so far? Oh, probably oh. Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita. Uh, well, I don't know my favorite food. Me the yeah. experience of the Casa Bonita <laughs> was fabulous. The yeah. meal was. I mean, it was it was okay. Yeah. So Casa Bonita is. For those who have not heard of it, it has been featured on South Park, so I've heard. <laughs> it is a fabulous Mexican restaurant in Denver, and it is, like, the Disney world of Mexican restaurants. It has, like, cliff diving and cheesy shows. There was a person in a gorilla suit. There's, like, a mariachi band that's, like, singing, and they sing, like, Casa Bonita, Casa Bonita, <sighs> apparently. I mean, the place is huge, right? It's huge. So it's like, you're like walking through like a village. Like I took all these photos of it and I went with my friend Holly and we went like through this long queue to order food. The margarita was really good. Mm -hmm. I had a strawberry margarita. I mean, I didn't, I'm usually pretty sensitive to alcohol and I didn't really taste it in there. So they could have just really overcharged me for something that was like a virgin <laughs> strawberry margarita. But I mean, it was still delicious. I still very much enjoyed it. I, I mean, you're paying for the experience. I walked in there and I'm like, no wonder my food is expensive. This place is massive. They need it for the rent. Here's my donation to you. You know, that's basically kind of how I looked at it. And also, they give you free sopapillas. And we had three each. Oh, like, I did. Yeah. Mm. We got our money's worth in sopapillas. Did you put honey on it? Yes, we did. Yes. Yes. It, mm. was, it was great. And we were, like, watching, like, the shows. So, like, there was, like, a pirate fight. We couldn't understand a word they were like, saying. was, like, theater. Yeah, it was. it was. It was, like, high school and college kids, like, doing acts. And then this, this kid would come up and cliff dive and just, like, practice his dives. Because there's a waterfall yes, inside? Yes, there was a waterfall inside. And we got a great view because we went early. Nice. Because it was a Friday night. Did you get wet? We did not. Okay, good. You weren't in the splash zone. No, we were not in the splash zone. Cause I, I'm not just imagining, like, that water just pouring and sprinkling on my quesadillas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It would be gross. Especially because, I mean, it opened in, like, the 70s. Yeah. So it's, like, Probably pretty... been the same water in there forever. <sighs> I, I don't 
really know about that. It's questionable. It did have a, a I've heard, because I looked it up online and it was like, don't get your hopes high for the food. Mm. I mean, it's not, no, I mean, you know, like, I'm a little bit biased because, like, fuzzies, you know, in Texas is, like, super cheap and amazing. So I'm like, why can't everyone be like fuzzies? <laughs> but whatever. But, I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be, like, great. You know, I wasn't bad. Your expectations for the food were low. Yeah, it was, like, but my nacho, I nachos, and they're, like, $15. Oh, my gosh. So I'm, like, okay, that's expensive. That is pricey. And then I had, like, a $7 margarita. So it's a little bit expensive. But, you know, like, we also stayed there for, like, three hours, yeah. and we could have stayed so much longer. Yeah. Because I think, also, we got a deal on tokens, because there's an arcade in there. Oh, really? We just, we played so much skee-ball. Oh, I it love skee-ball. It was fantastic. I love arcades. It's really fun. And there's also, like, a character person that's there, and then there's also, like, you can dress up, like, in, like, Western wear, <sighs> and take photos, and then there, there was, like, a whole area of, like... You know those like coin operated like little like rides for children, oh, okay. like the little horses and stuff. Yeah. And then there was a whole another section around the corner from that where it was like, like vending machine things. Like it was like you know like the games like mm-hmm. like the claw machines. And there was like a a bouncy ball machine. And then there was like a prize machine. And there was just all kinds of just different. Like, unique machines. Yeah, like, what did they not have? What did they not have? (laughs) Yeah, they had, like, a haunted house. We did not go into that. (laughs) But, you know, they had all these different things. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised. There was, like, a gondola and a river floating through this. And it's in a strip mall. So it was, like, really, it was quite the experience. I feel like everyone should experience the Casa Bonita. It's the thing where you can probably go once and kind of get a feel for it, and then you don't have to do it again. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was pretty great. I would go back. You would go back? I would go back to the Casa Bonita. I would. Stamp of approval. I Stamp of approval. I would go back. It was a great time. I mean, don't don't go there and be like, oh, this was expensive. It's an experience. Yeah. It's like going to like a, I don't want to say like a high quality Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's like going to a rainforest cafe, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be cheesy animatronics, but you yeah. know that going right. in. Right, That's kind so, of why you're going. That's why you're going. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyways, so the Casa Bonita was really fun. But my, I would think my, like, back to long-winded back to my favorite meal we've had. Mm. Um, I really enjoy our PBBH days yeah. that we made for the Rocky Mountain. You want to tell what is in a PBBHJ? <sighs> well, you got your bread. Yeah. You start with the bread. Put a little peanut butter on it, crunchy. I'm crunchy glad we're in agreement on the crunchy camp. Yeah. That That's a new thing easier. for me. So. I, uh, yeah, it's, it's deserved. So you got peanut butter, jelly, honey, banana, did we put pretzels on the sandwich? Yes, we did. We did put pretzels on the pretzels sandwich. Pretzels on the sandwich. Was that, uh, that P, B, B, banana, H, mm. honey, J, jelly. Yep. Yeah. And it was cherry jelly. Mm-hmm. That cherry jelly was good. Ranger, didn't you see the recording light? He has no... <laughs> no uh, manners, okay. basically. Yeah. That was delicious. Yeah, well, and the scenery helps. We had a really yeah. good picnic on the volcano also. Oh, we I think did. That was our... We climbed into a volcano. We I forgot did. we did that. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the first things we did. Yeah. I think that was the first thing we did. Yeah. Oh, and we went through Garden of the Gods, too. That was amazing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about that. So that day, we caused many a traffic jams. <sighs> I was... two. I Well, many, you know, <laughs> more than none. <laughs> so I was, I was leading, and I put a lot of pressure on myself to not get you stuck places. <laughs> I was like, navigating has been a new thing for me. I've never navigated other people, you know, in a road trip. So first thing, you started to run out of gas. 
in that day. And that mm-hmm. was, where were we traveling from? Great White sand dunes up to Denver? Yeah, I think yeah. so. So I was trying to, we're trying to manage your gas and because it's hard to find places on that route mm-hmm. to get gas. There are long stretches in between without anything. Yeah, so we ended up into downtown Pueblo, mm-hmm. Colorado, which was a terrible experience. I got yelled at twice. You did. Within okay. the span of like 30 minutes. Yeah, it was, well, I think it was actually like 10 minutes. Yeah, uh, it was like pretty 10. close. We pull, I pull off. We're like, oh, there's gas. We'll stop at the loaf and jug, which yeah. we've had two strikes for the loaf and jug. And we pull off because we see there's a loaf and jug that has mm-hmm. diesel, which I assume if it has diesel, it's big enough to have yeah. a diesel vehicle there. Right. I was wrong. It was very wrong. Small, crowded. Don't make assumptions when you have a trailer. <laughs> we were desperate at that point. Though. We were. We really were. You were down and you yeah. needed gas. Yeah. So we pull off and immediately I'm like, this neighborhood is not great. This is like a downtown area. It is, it is not RV friendly. Yeah. And we, we just, were on like neighborhood streets. You pulled off behind a car. I snuck in behind you. I was hanging out a little bit, but there was also no one on the road. Yeah. And, and I we knew just we were only going to be there, there for a second. Yeah. This man <laughs> drives by, rolls down the window, and says, "You're in the road, you dummy!" <laughs> like, funny. Not <laughs> looking for a response. I mean, he just yeah. kept driving. I was like, "Thank you, kind <laughs> sir, for that Which, public service announcement." I could hear what he was saying because I thought he just passed by. And he was just like, "Is everything okay?" <laughs> no, uh, no, no. Definitely called me a dummy. <laughs> so we, we, um. We turn around somehow. We manage to turn around and we go to the loaf and jug. We arrived at the loaf and jug. I had to wait in the parking lot across from the loaf and jug because it was full. Yeah. Then sneak in. Yeah. And it was only two pumps and there was just not very much room. So I pulled up as far as I could, but I had to block both pumps for a while. I mean, it's a really small gas station. It's a really small gas station. And then this homie came around and he's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to pull in the street and block the street? I can't do that. So I'm going to have to block the pump for a second. Yeah. I was like, what yeah. do you want me to do, man? I was like, I'm sorry. I, I will get my gas and get out of here, but you may have to wait like a second. But yeah. also I waited for like 10 minutes to even get here. Yeah, so you're chill. like, Ow. <laughs> wait your turn. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And then I, I got my gas and then I went and like parked in front of the gas station. I was like, I really want a Dr. Pepper, but there's a lot of very... Lots of very unique characters hanging out outside this gas station and coming in and out of it. Really don't want to go inside. Also, don't, I'm like, Charlie, I need to pee, but I don't want to go in the gas station. So we pulled over into the hotel, hotel next door. Yeah. And you remember what happened after that? Casey? I remember. Oh, I will never forget what happened after that. <laughs> what happened after that? <laughs> so, um, Charlie unlocks the trailer so I can go to the bathroom. And this is like, I don't, this, is this the first time I've had to use the trailer on the way up on here? Road, I think maybe. it was. Yeah. It was the first time. And I'm used to like going, like turning on the pump and like the whole yeah. like routine with that. I'm not used to doing it in a wet bath. Yeah. So what's different about a wet bath is that I got into the wet bath and you left to give me some privacy and I'm sitting there and doing my business. And then all of a sudden I'm like, where's the toilet paper? That's Why so is there nice. no toilet paper? I'm like, and I, I like poke my head out the door, which the window is open and there's a whole hotel of windows right there. Just I'm on full display for the world to see. And I'm just like looking out and I'm like, I see the toilet paper. It's on the bed. This is a very far distance from the toilet that I'm sitting on. So I'm like, Charlie, Charlie, 
There's no toilet paper! Charlie, come Meanwhile, back! Meanwhile, I'm like 50 yards away walking the dog, oblivious to your problem, thinking you're just, you know, using the bathroom. Yeah. You're just <laughs> trying to give me space, and I'm just sitting there like... Screaming. There's, we're in a really bad neighborhood. I'm in, I'm in a very vulnerable position right now, so I look out and I'm like, I grab my purse, so at least it's close by, because it was like full visibility of the door. And so I grab that... And I'm, like, looking through. I'm, like, there's got to be something in here that I could use as toilet paper. <laughs> like, I just, I, I was, like, can I make it to the bed? No. I don't think I can make it without a little dribble. And I just, I, it was a, it was, it was a rough time because I waited there for, like, five minutes waiting for you to come back. And it just, I thought at that point I probably would. But I was, like, I don't want to sit in dirty underwear the rest of the trip <laughs> up here. So, I made it work. I appreciate the efforts you went to to not pee on my carpet. <laughs> I went to a lot of effort. <laughs> I went to a lot of effort to not pee on your carpet. Yeah. But so now, you know to look for toilet paper. I did, yeah. I, you should be proud. Every time I go in there now, I'm like, oh, there's toilet paper. There or I will forget, and I'll be like, thank God there's toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. So, lessons learned. Yes. Always put your window shades in. Always check for toilet paper. Check the weather. Check behind you. Check behind you. So you don't hit things with your oh, car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That one's a big one for you. Yeah. Day one. Day one in Denver. Day one, I we pull into Denver night before. I, I'm like, okay, I want to go into town. So I pull into town to go to a coffee shop. Immediately pull into, like, tiny parking lot of said coffee shop. Immediately, like, back into a, a telephone pole. With my car. And bust out all the taillights. Oh, no. oh it was a worst fun. Worst. Oh, it was like the worst feeling, too. I, like, bounced around from Honda dealer to body shop. They finally just all sent me over to the O'Reilly's. Then they were very nice. And everyone just said, tape up the back of your car. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to be really fun the rest of the way. Because I bashed out all of the taillights on the left side. But then what did you do? You fixed it. I did fix you it. Fixed it yourself. I did fix it. Thankfully, the light still worked, yeah. so that was fine. Cosmetic damage. Yeah, what, what they kept telling you. Yeah, well, I did damage like the the bumper. The, I damaged thing. the bumper. I damaged the lights. I also damaged like I think like the frame of the car. So it, that's crazy. How fast were you? I was going up? like five miles an hour. Forty. <laughs> I mean, like I was in a tiny parking lot. I was backing up, and I literally I saw I I knew that it was back there. But I was looking in the one, it was a one-way driveway. It was really mm-hmm. tiny. And I thought I was going to get towed, so I moved spots. Mm-hmm. And I looked behind me, like, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. I'm looking behind me, but it was in that one little spot where my taillights were. And Blind I couldn't spot. see it. Mm-hmm. And I was not the first person to hit that pole. Oh, I'm sure. I will not I'm be sure the last. many, many people. I picked up my evidence, so it didn't look like I hit the pole. Yeah. Because yeah. I was really embarrassed Your about it. The pole was fine. I'm pole sure. survived. Yeah. I didn't even get coffee. They should put, like, a visibility sticker on the pole or something. Yeah, so um, I went from all these different places. <laughs> what is he eating? Oh! What? Ooh. Oh! What is no. that? Ew! Is that a bird? Ah! It's like a chicken foot or something! Oh my god! Ah! <laughs> Gross! Mid-podcast episode. I know. <laughs> uh.
Oh, it's so gross! Ugh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright, get that thing out of here. You lick us with that mouth. Okay, alright. He was licking the ground where it was! I'm sure he was. Okay, let's finish this. <laughs> Mid-episode. Okay. <laughs> he slid in here with that. So happy. Oh gosh. Okay. Um Okay, story was temporarily interrupted by Ranger. Chicken foot. Yeah, what what did Ranger just do? <laughs> he brought a chicken foot into my trailer that he found outside. It was disgusting. Ugh. I'll post a photo of it. Yeah, it's mm, ice cream. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I got that part. Um yes. So the car um yes. cried about it a little bit at the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Little, uh, feeling a little bad about. Cried a little over your sweet tea. Cried a little bit over the second sweet tea that they gave me for free because they felt really bad for me. They wanted to make my day better, so thank you, Chick Fil A. Um, everyone was super nice that tried to help me. It was yeah. just like I'm like I backed into a pole, you know. Like I know it was my fault. It's just a bad so, day. It's just a bad it's day. Just a bad day. It's just, but I'm like, okay, there's like there's a lesson here. I'm gonna learn what to do. My parents were really proud of me that I just kind of jumped in there mm-hmm. and got it done and like what else am I gonna do so that threw off my routine quite a bit but my dad sent me some YouTube videos and I was able to actually install a new light all by myself yeah it didn't take you that long it didn't either and you fixed the headlight I did yeah car maintenance pro yeah basically yeah I know I I should change two headlights because I did the first one that actually I did the wrong light and then it was but I learned how to do it really well because so, yeah, I did it twice. You did it twice. You got a little repetition in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. So we've had a little bit of that and then um yeah. <laughs> so it's been a it's been a fun, fun trip so far. We've learned yes. a lot of things and I we've done a lot of fun. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, so the dog keeps jumping on the microphone. So I'm gonna wrap this up now. But We've had a, a great trip so far. We have. We've yeah. had a lot of fun. And Even though we've had some mishaps. We no have complaints. Some mishaps. It like could have been one that worse. just happened right now. <laughs> Chicken foot. This is going to be fun to edit. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's been a great trip so far. What would you say have been your key takeaways from this trip so far? Key takeaways. I would say knowing there's an adjustment period to get into a new routine has been important. <laughs> yes ranger didn't like that ranger was not a fan of that uh that's really been the biggest thing for me is being off my routine especially with work yeah and balancing that well because i mean why i came on the trip mm-hmm. to denver and to albuquerque were to see my friends yeah and i have been successful at that yeah I got, I got to see everyone more than once which yeah. was great it's not just like a hey i'm here for a weekend see you for two hours it's yeah. like i get to see you multiple times i get to hang out catch up mm-hmm. and but it's just getting big chunks of time to also get work done has been challenging. Especially yeah. with all the driving as well. Yeah, we've been traveling. doing a lot of driving. Because I definitely haven't done... I didn't do as much hiking in Denver as I thought I would. I got out there oh, a couple times, but yeah. I would have loved to do it every day. But there was yeah. no way because I was constantly catching yeah. up from work. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. just doing, like, normal things, like, I don't know, just, I feel like every day I'd be like, okay, if I'm going to go shower today, like, I'll finally start my day in, like, three hours. Yeah. And then I have to, like, track down all the quarters yeah. to pay for coin-operated showers. Yeah. So, yeah. learnings. Okay, and then I would say that... What about you? Biggest yeah, takeaways? Biggest takeaways... I had one I was thinking about. Um, I think one just 
like reminding myself, like when I get frustrated about something, like one of the mm. things that's so frustrating is just like moving things around in the car, yeah. which is really funny because I was listening to Jacqueline talk about this on the Stories from the Road podcast, our friend Jacqueline Fisher, and she was saying like one of the things that you don't expect is like living in your car, you have to like move things around all the time. When you're in a house, you don't have to do that as much. Mm. And I was like, I feel you, girl. I feel you. As I'm, like, moving my laptop back and forth across Mm -hmm. the car. And then I just have to stop and have to remind myself, you chose this. Yeah. You chose this. Like, on our hike, I'm like, you chose this. (laughs) But also, moving things around is not the worst thing in the world. It's It's just inconvenient. And it's It's totally worth it to have everything in your car. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I was trying to work outside the other day, and it was super hot. Or not super hot, but it was, like, it was too hot to be in the car, too hot to be in the sun, but I also needed to be plugged in, so I was, like, had to constantly keep moving around, and so I had, like, my camp chair next to my car, just, like, trying to find little pieces of shade, and I'm, like, constantly moving around, and everyone on my call was, like, oh, your views are so pretty, and I'm, like, yeah, you didn't see, like, when I went off camera a few minutes ago, and I was, like, having to, like, dangle out the side of my car to, like, get electricity. (laughs) So, you know, like, I just remember, like, you chose this, you chose yeah, this, yeah. you chose this. And just give yourself some grace and yeah. just, like, it's, like, they're highlights. You need your mantras. Like, yes. You can say you chose this, but also it's worth it. It's, it's worth, worth it. it. Yeah. Worth it. That's what, like, when we were climbing up that mountain, I was like, we're almost there. Yeah. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. I don't care how far away we are. We are. We're almost there. <laughs> yeah. Keep telling myself that. Yeah. 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 So I think that it's been a great trip so far. Yes. We've been getting along really well. Yeah. Of course. And then Ranger has been... I mean, I've been loving the puppy kisses until now. I just saw that chicken wing in his mouth, and I know that is the mouth that he likes. Not to a be chicken with. wing, sorry, chicken foot. Actual chicken foot. An actual like chicken a leg. foot. Like a no, well, because when I think chicken leg, I think of like the fried chicken. Yeah, leg. yeah, no, yeah. It was like the claw. Like yeah, like Ugh. I don't know like, exactly how that got in the yard. Well, I don't either. They dead chicken. Chickens. I know, but why is there a dead chicken? I wonder leg? if it was like in the compost pile or something. I don't know. But I can't can't not see it in his mouth anymore. And I cannot imagine that when he's licking me now. So we'll have to move past this. Yeah. But I have had a lot of fun so far. And in the end of this, this leg of the trip, which will, the trip is over halfway over now. It's crazy. We will talk about the rest of our trip learnings and all of those things on the next episode. Recap part two. Recap part two. Pushing boundaries more. Pushing more boundaries. Oh, gosh. I don't want to push that anymore. Just... <laughs> boundaries done been pushed. Boundaries have been pushed enough. I could just, can I just like work on the ones I've already got? Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I think this was good. We'll, we'll catch up on the next one. All right. See you in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs>Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Positively Delighted Show. I hope that you were thoroughly entertained and enjoyed the part where Ranger ran into the trailer with a chicken leg. We weren't exactly sure if it was a chicken leg. I think it might actually have been a peacock leg and claw. Not really sure. Still really gross, but you know, dogs will be dogs. So it was very entertaining. And soon Charlie and I will be recording an episode about the rest of our trip. So stay tuned. And if you want to see more photos of our adventure, I'm still going to be posting them on my Instagram at Positively Delighted. And Charlie is catching up with her Instagram at Where's Charlie. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Positively Delighted show. Be sure to head over to PositivelyDelighted.com to get the show notes for this episode. 
If you like the show so far and you've been learning a lot from the content, I would love if you could go to iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app and leave a review. You would be my favorite person ever. Thank you so much again, and I hope you have a positively delighted day. See you next time.